Hello, mixed nutcases. This is and dog days of podcasting listeners. Won't forget you. <laughs> this is Nick Jazz, and this is dinner and a movie. And there is a whole episode, I believe, in the feed now. I have not posted it onto my sites. This is what happens when I schedule posts. I forget to post on my sites. But there is the part two to the Babylon Five. Why we love Babylon Five. If you are interested in that, go have a listen. If you are just here for the dog days feed, and that is too long for you. I suppose you could skip it, but I mean, I don't know. It's a pretty good episode, I think, or at least a fun follow-up to our Why We Love Babylon 5 episode that if you didn't listen to, you can go back to nimlast.org and listen to it in the archive. It is the last episode posted in July. Tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit of Meta Monday. I am not going to sing that tonight, but uh, think Manic Monday, but Meta Monday. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you are not listening to the entire Dog Days of Podcasting feed. And you need to hear Melissa sing that. It is fantastic. Uh, Same with Amy. Amy did a great job, too. Uh, Going back to earlier in the week, uh, Amy, I don't have a printer that prints to the edge either, all the way to the edge of the paper. And this is very frustrating. The last two printers I bought, I bought specifically because they claimed, they claimed they had to the edge full bleed printing. And do you know what? They don't print full bleed to the edge. I, I the next printer I'm getting, I'm going to spend a good amount of money on it. I'm going to get one where the ink is, you just refill the ink. It's, you know, we're going back to the old Epson 3000 or 300 or whatever it was where we could refill the ink. We're getting back there. We're, we're headed back there. Uh, I hate the fact that I spend as much money on ink cartridges as I could buy a new printer. It drives me batty. And it doesn't print to the edge of the page and it doesn't print on every side size like it said that it would, but it's still working. So I can't throw it away because do you know how many printers are in landfills? Because it's cheaper to just buy a new printer with ink in it than to buy ink refills. That is one of the most wasteful things and it drives me nuts. So I deal with the fact that the printer does not do what I bought it to do. And it's very frustrating. Yeah. Oh. Also, I realized as I was going throughout my day, I never mentioned what I should have paired the laugh, uh, sorry, the LOL last one standing episode. Uh, it needs to be paired, and this will only make sense if you watch the, the shows, but it needs to be paired with a grilled cheese sandwich. That's right, a grilled cheese sandwich. And just imagine I'm saying that in Tom Green's voice. <laughs> Michael Butler is dealing with some videos getting taken down of a live show and it may sound petty. It may seem like other former bandmates are doing this on purpose, but unfortunately this is the problem with the YouTube algorithm. Once you put something in where you're protecting your IP, it will copyright claim almost anything. And it is really hard to fight that. Even if it's fair use, just ask crazy Joe. He tried to include a couple of clips in a video and they, they were claiming copyright. It just, it's, it's tripping up the algorithm and all of that. And that's all we've got. Uh, so definitely, definitely not malicious. Usually, uh, I know several people who have had their own work copy striked. I think my favorite was I used Kevin McLeod's mixes and all royalty free. And I used it as background music while I was streaming on Twitch. And I exported my Twitch streams to a 
private link. So it wasn't even public. I exported it into YouTube. It wasn't even public. Nobody saw it. I got copy striked for violating ESP, ESPN, like Latin America or some things, uh, IP. And it was because of the song. They said the song that they owned the copyright. And what really happened was they used that royalty free song in a, a clip that they put out there. And then they uploaded that clip and said, we own this clip. And the algorithm said, oh, well, that music belongs to ESPN. Even though Kevin McLeod and Competech has put it out royalty free. It has been royalty free for over a decade where we're nearing on two decades here. I don't remember when he first started releasing music, but it was really towards the beginning of the, the, the podcasting days. And by the way, I know he's not listening, but Dave Slusher, you're coming close to 20 years. And, and Michael Butler, you're coming close to 20 years, aren't you? One more year and that'll be 20 years of podcasting. Look at that. Longest running podcasts that I know of. Um, but yeah, so I, ESPN ends up getting copyright claims and all this money for Kevin McLeod's work, which he released public free of charge. And it's very frustrating. Uh, I have seen... Uh, my good friend Chooch get copy striked for his own music that he published under his, you know, it wasn't even under a big label. It was under his label, but because the label that he was working with, they, they put a copyright claim somewhere. I don't know, whatever it is, he was getting copy striked. Uh, Twitch did a, a live concert with Metallica and Metallica got copy striked and Twitch took their own broadcast down off the air live i mean this this is the this is the problem with uh you know it's it's important and it is important that people aren't just stealing people's work uh this is an ai this is definitely how we've been using ais to scrape things and we definitely use an algorithm for filtering unfortunately it's such a monolith that unless you have a lawyer to go after it, it's really very difficult. I know that NASA always released their videos out on YouTube, uh, public domain. Anybody could use it. And then um, news broadcasts would use their clips, upload them to YouTube as part of their broadcast, and then claim the IP because they're putting ads or whatever else that they want to put in there. And then NASA gets their original clips copy striked. And even though YouTube knows that this is an issue, it's still happening. So there's countless things where this is happening. So I don't think that somebody is sitting there flagging every single video that's showing up on YouTube, especially when they show when they get taken down so quickly. It's not that anybody's watching. I think it's just the algorithm, unfortunately. Um, although it'd be nice to just say you're you're petty sitting there, you know, waiting for somebody to share a video so that you can be mad at them. I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it past somebody. But unfortunately, um, it's it's so out of control at this point. Um, many copy strikes are just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I'm going to move on to the encaffeinated one. If we're living in a simulation, do you think that what's happening lately is that somebody's getting bored with the simulation and just messing with it, you know, kind of like when we used to play Sim City and you'd start to get bored. Things were going well, but there really wasn't much to do. So you'd add a hurricane or an alien attack or fires just because the game was getting boring. That would really stink. Like if that's why we're getting fires, because somebody's bored. Oh, that'd be so annoying. Tim, 
your topic may not be interesting an interesting story for you and maybe it's because you've lived it and you're you're not getting it i think it's fascinating and i think you can see from the reactions of people in the group we all find this fascinating listening to your story as a listener and realize how often you're saying well i don't remember that or that's not what i was thinking and kind of seeing how different reality was from your perspective really interesting and i think maybe you might want to listen to what you're you've been putting out there and you might start as as a listener you might start to gain that perspective that you were looking for i really like the way that you're telling this story um the format is working the abrupt stops are working the bouncing bath between your recollection and going through your wife's recollection kind of like you're discovering and exploring and reflecting and and this discovery is like you're a history sleuth in your own life so i just think that that's really interesting uh so jay congratulations we are down to you've used every one of your voices and now we get to start over and that is going to be very exciting because now we get the full gamut of cast again uh i think the last one that i listened to um, Hieronimo was going in and he was kind of playing it straight, but then you kind of riffed and did the maniacal laugh version of Hieronimo. And then that was really interesting. Uh, I definitely want to encourage you to lean in and just have a little more. Oh, excuse me. It's getting late. I apologize for yawning in your ear. <laughs> that was uncontrollable. Uh, I definitely lean into it and go as batty as possible. Just really chew the scenery with those characters as we are coming into the close because we are, we have less than 10 days left, less than 10 days left to the dog days of podcasting, which is huge. That is wild. Um, we've had some people drop off and that's okay. They are still in our hearts. Uh, or if they want to put out more episodes, that's great. But remember, nobody has to put out an episode every single day. This is this is supposed to be for fun, not for stress. If this ends up being the thing that makes you not want to podcast the rest of the year, then it is doing the opposite of, I think, what this challenge should be. Um, I'm very happy for the few people that have done it in the past and it kind of revitalized their podcast and got them podcasting again. And then they didn't come back for dog days because they're doing great and they're continuing to podcast and they didn't need the kick in the pants. So I'm excited for that. I've been continuously podcasting, so I'm, I'm, it's not slowing me down. It's not making me want to take a break. Um, if anything, I feel like I want to do more of these just little talking to the microphone chats. And I did do quite a few of them um, throughout the last year. I threw in random dinner and a movies and sometimes it's some extended dinner and a movies. If you are interested, you can definitely go through the archive. Uh, we did the movie legend about the Cray brothers. That was fantastic. Um, I did a couple others, but I can't think of them off the top of my head because I'm trying to go through everything. Uh, I am really interested to continue hearing everyone's stories i've been really enjoying it and i know i'm skipping people like for instance uh paul i haven't caught up on anything over the weekend uh on the weekend i'm not sitting in front of youtube so it's gonna have to wait but i am looking forward to the trivia i listened to two episodes of your trivia so that i'm kind of interested in i wouldn't mind uh some more trivia bits like that i do kind of like the episodes where you can play along i remember 
Chuck always had a little bit of a gamification of his episodes and that was always fun. Um, if Ken and Charlotte are listening, even though they're not participating this year, uh, I also want to just send some love your way. Um, it was always great having you all part of this and everyone else. Uh, Kyle, I am, or Marv, <laughs> I am, uh, anticipating hearing you start getting ready for Dragon Con, though I don't know how far ahead you're going to be doing that because Dragon Con is so, how many days into September is Labor Day? Hang on. How, how, how deep into that is Dragon Con? Let's see. Um, oh, it's not too bad, actually. It's, it's actually the Dragon Con starts on the first, so it lines up pretty well. So we should be in the next, uh, not this week, but next week, probably hearing you start your adventure and head on to Dragon Con. So I'm excited to hear about that. I am, you know, I, I, I will live vicariously. I've never, never done Dragon Con. I would like to someday. I don't see it happening for a long time because that is the busiest busy of any busy. You know, uh, I work with educators and getting back to school that is a, that's a huge date and I am working the Friday usually before and the Tuesday after and it's it's a difficult travel weekend so I don't see that happening for a while unless my position changes oh and an update on me losing my license and my debit card and all sorts of other things uh I had about an hour and a half window I that I could get to the bank so I clocked out went to the bank show up with all my ID to get my debit card because the bank closes before uh, Service Ontario where I get my license. So I went to the bank first. I have nothing there. And they said, well, do you have anything with your address on it? I was like, I have my passport. I have my health card. I have my permanent resident card. I have all these pieces of ID with my face on it. But no, they're like, well, a piece of mail would do. First, they're like, well, what about your driver's license? I was like, well, I lost that with the debit card. You didn't go there first? No, because I had to get to you before you closed. So then they said, well, mail would do it. So I go to the post office. I pick up my mail. And lo and behold, there's something from my bank with my name on it. I'm like, all right, let's move on over. Got my mortgage papers. Bring that over. And they're like, okay, no problem. Have a nice little chat with um, the clerk and the other clerk. And somehow it got to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really random how that came up. I'm always happy whenever I find geeks in the wild. Um, get my debit card. Ended up getting a different kind of debit card. I got the scene card because apparently I can get points for Cineplex, which would bring me to movies, but I go to the landmark ones, but it can be used for cash. Anyway, it doesn't cost me anything. So, okay, fine. I got the scene card. Uh, go to Service Ontario, which is a nice little kiosk. And uh, there's two people in front of me, but there's this one old lady. She's taken forever. That's fine. No big hassle. Uh, I didn't even have to take a picture. I was all ready to take a picture. Didn't even have to take a picture. Uh, got my piece of paper. That will work until my photo ID comes in the next four to six weeks. Okay, that's going great. Awesome. Uh, when I went to the post office, I picked up a whole bunch of stuff and I had, uh, some packages and I had my CD, signed CDs and stickers from the Darina Harvey band that I ordered after going to, uh, the concert at the Highland Games. So we're coming full circle here. Um, but yeah, I was able to come back, get back behind the computer and prep for tomorrow as I will be back to back to back to back to back to back to back again. Sorry for rambling so long, 
but this is what you get. It's a Meta Monday. Nutty Bites is produced by Mimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.